Hi everyone, it is Monday, March 23rd, and we're gonna go back to starting with the numbers. So today, in terms of global cases, we are now at 375,458. That is an increase of 24% since the 21st, so two days ago. USA cases, American cases, we're now at 43,214. That's an increase of 79% over the last two days. Canada is now at 2,046 cases. That is an 80% increase. And for New York City, get ready for it, we now have 12,305 cases. That's an increase of 117% since Saturday. It is Monday, March 23rd, and those are the numbers. Let's talk about some top news stories that I'm hearing today. I want to start off with something that is positive. Actually, two things that are positive. But the first one strikes a chord in my heart, in my bright red maple leaf-shaped Canadian heart. So Canada was the first country to officially withdraw from the 2020 Olympic Summer Games. Canada's Olympic and Paralympic Committee said, while we recognize the inherent complexities around a postponement, nothing is more important than the health and safety of our athletes and the world community. Have you ever heard of anything more Canadian thinking about everyone and not just themselves? You go, Canada. Let's just take a moment. Let's just take a brief moment to have a fun little Canada celebration. Okay, that was fun, right? Another piece of good news. This weekend, the FDA authorized a new test that could detect coronavirus in about 45 minutes. From what I'm reading, the turnaround time on testing results right now seems to range from about 24 hours to four days, which many health professionals are saying is just unacceptable. And yeah, obviously that's unacceptable. And honestly, if you're in America, you're going to be lucky if you can even get a test here. It may just be hearsay, but from what I'm hearing from people around me in this city and in this country, that people with symptoms, people that know they have coronavirus, they have this dry cough, they have a fever, they have all the symptoms, they are going to hospitals, they are going to doctors, and they are being denied tests because they are young and they're believed to be healthy. So we might be approaching a point where testing doesn't even matter and we just need to assume that everyone has it and move forward in that in that way and put focus on getting medical supplies to, to deal with it. I'm not sure. But right now, the idea of getting a test in the U.S. just seems, you know, for someone like me who's young and healthy, it seems impossible. Moving on. This week, the Danish government told private companies that are being hit by the effects of the pandemic that it would pay 75% of their employees' salaries to avoid mass layoffs. I now have two people in my life that have lost their jobs because of this. And imagine if your country that you live in was able to 
put a plan like this in place. We're already feeling so much anxiety. Something like this could really, really help. So this plan from Denmark uh, would require the government to spend as much as 13% of the national economy in three months. The philosophy here is that the government wants companies to preserve their relationship with their workers. It's going to be harder to have a strong recovery if companies have to spend time hiring back employees that have been fired. And the plan is uh, said to last for three months, after which point they really hope that things have gone back to, you know, air quotes here, normal. And in terms of news stories, I want to end with this one. And I will warn you and preface this with maybe go and grab a drink, maybe go smoke a bit of a joint, whatever substance of your choice, I think you might need it for what I'm about to tell you. And you might be choosing to listen to this at 8 a.m. I don't know, put some Baileys in your coffee. This one is crazy. So in the U.S., there is an uninsured cancer patient who tested positive for COVID-19 and she was billed just under $35,000. She was billed just under 35,000 US dollars. As an update, she is 100% recovered after 15 days of COVID-19 and flu, and she's grateful for the antiviral medication and the oxygen and all of her treatments. Um, And she stated that she has another week or so in isolation before she can restart chemotherapy. Okay, just the combination of COVID-19 and cancer, I can't even imagine. But then the U.S. is piling a $35,000 bill on top of it. So she has applied for Medicaid and is hoping that the program will cover her bills retroactively. But at the time, she was uninsured, waiting for her new job to begin. And I'm sorry, this is just not okay. And we cannot act as if this is normal. You know, a while ago, I was telling people that I'm a Bernie Sanders supporter. And I don't know if it's so much that I support him as much as I support what he's about and what he stands for. And Medicare for all. I come from Canada. I have never once had an injury or a health issue that I've had to even think for a second, how much is this going to cost me? Not once in my life. And then I moved to America. And I remember I um, I was having some complications with my arm and some like headache stuff. And I, I really, you know, there was a moment that I thought I was having a stroke and I broke down like hyperventilating, crying to one of my coworkers because I was like, I don't know how to go to the emergency room here. I don't know how to do that. So can you imagine like with with coronavirus, with COVID-19, you think you have the symptoms, you think you have this virus, which is highly contagious. And if you are an at-risk demographic, could be lethal. And before you go into the ER or the hospital, you've got to take that time to what, call your insurance to figure out if you're covered for for all the bills and tests and, and hospital care that could leave you with a $35,000 bill? This is not okay. It's just not okay. And I believe that America is the only developed country in the world that doesn't have health care for everyone. And it just makes no sense to me. And I hope that anyone that's listening, whether it's now during the coronavirus or months from now, years from now, if we're looking back at this, I hope that this has changed by then. But if it hasn't, 
or if, if you are listening now, please, please make sure that you're going to vote in this next election. I, I support Bernie Sanders, and I will say that with pride. I think everything that he stands for, whether it be Medicare for all or whether it be the Green New Deal, these things should not be taken lightly. Anyway, that those are those are the news stories for today. So how am I feeling? Okay, so listen. I'm feeling okay today, but it has come at the cost of a emotional roller coaster of the last week and I'm talking into my phone recording this as I can hear through my window sirens. All I hear all day long out my window, obviously with a little break here or there are just sirens. And I wonder is this is this just because I'm working from home and uh, this is just how New York is? I don't think so. I think it's because as we know New York is getting hit really really hard by this. And so I wonder, will the the sound of sirens only continue to increase and be more constant? We'll see. But I'm feeling okay right now, and I think it's because I have made a really huge effort to limit my news intake. And so if you're finding that you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious or sad or depressed, any of the above, or all of the above at once, which I can totally relate to, take a break from the news my therapist has been telling me this for like two months and Dana, if you're listening, I sometimes listen, but then I just feel this desire of like, oh, I don't know what's happening. And I have a very naturally curious mind and I am an insatiable learner and it's hard to stay away. But what I've been finding is it's also hard to be informed because of the emotional and mental impact that that has on all of us. And so it sort of nets out to this question of like, well, what can I even do? And I'll just say it again and again, social distancing, staying home as much as you can. It is, it is the most important thing that any of us can be doing right now. But I do want to talk about as hard as this is, and it's extremely hard. It's, it feels impossibly hard. There are some silver linings to this, and um, I was listening to Governor Andrew Cuomo. Actually, let me throw in a clip of some things that he said about how how we're going to get through this and how it's going to feel. But I do believe that whatever this is, four months, six months, nine months, we are going to be the better for it. You know, they talk about the greatest generation, the generation that survived World War II. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. Life on the individual level, on the collective level, on the social level, life is not about avoiding challenges. Challenges are going to come your way. Life is going to knock you on your rear end at one point. Something will happen. And then life becomes about overcoming those challenges. That's what life is about. And that's what this country is about. America is America because we overcome adversity and challenges. That's how we were born. That's what we've done all our life. We overcome challenges. And this is a period of challenge for this generation. 
And that's what has always made America great. And that's what's going to make this generation great. I believe that to the bottom of my soul. We're going to overcome this, and America will be the greater for it. And my hope is that New York is going to lead the way forward. And together, we will. This man is incredible. You know, I'm doing this episode on Monday, so let's make him my man crush Monday. He is just incredible. I am so inspired by the way that he is approaching this as a human, being empathetic, being emotional, but also being just very clear and not sugarcoating the facts. So it's like, okay, here's 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 what's happening. Here's what we need to do. But I'm also a human and I feel it too. And I really appreciate that. And I think also from a business perspective, as an employee, as a leader, as a teammate, that's what I aspire to be. I think, I think it's just, I think it's so wonderful. And uh, in terms of some silver linings, let me just look at my notepad here. I wrote down a few because although that this feels horrible and it does, it does, there are some silver linings. So one is also, can you hear those sirens? Let me, oh, All right, so here are some silver linings that I have. First is I am going to come out of not only my you know quarantine, but this whole thing with a robust and refreshed vocabulary. There are words or phrases that I have never heard in my entire life that are now commonplace in my daily conversation. So a few, and I'm sure you'll all agree with me on a lot of these. So social distancing, shelter in place, Flatten the curve, wet market, novel coronavirus. And I've actually wondered about this. Like, what does the novel part mean? What that means is novel is basically just a way of saying new. And it's a new strain that has not been previously identified in humans. Or how about the difference of a pandemic versus an epidemic? So the pan means all and refers to the global nature of the spread, while epidemic refers to a localized region. And this last one, I had to like Google how to actually say it. Maybe I'll just play for play you how this lovely woman on YouTube pronounces this word. Deluge. 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 I'll have delusual. No, deluge means, um, sorry, I threw my own mind off with that stupid joke. Deluge, the first time I saw this word was in a New York Times headline saying that New York is about to get hit with a deluge of new cases. It's like just like an absolute overwhelming amount. Anyway, so look at that. All of our vocabularies are, we're going to be so smart. Second silver lining. This is really bringing people together, whether it be your neighbors, family, coworkers. I have had more FaceTime calls with people in the last week that just felt real and authentic. I had a friend of mine reach out to me via Instagram. Her and I know each other from high school. Kay, my friend Kay. Um, hi, Kay. Uh, and she heard one of my episodes last week, which I think just sounded like a massive cry for help. And she reached out to me and she's like, Jacqueline, I know exactly how you feel. Can we please talk? 
And it was a wonderful conversation. I'm actually going to interview Kay and hear what it's like in France because that's where she's living right now. But it's just an example of how this is bringing people together in a, in a very real way. And I think that that's beautiful. And I think that a lot of inhibitions and guards have been dropped and have disappeared. You know, those friends that maybe you are a bit sad you've lost touch with and you've maybe not reached out because it maybe felt a bit weird or or felt a little bit forced that's gone now and people are just reaching out and I think that's beautiful and I really love that I in general seem to be eating more healthy because in New York it's a very like takeout delivery culture just given like the go 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 attitude of this city so obviously with uh being at home I'm cooking a lot of a lot of my meals so there's less oil less fat less sodium so that's good I like that Um, I'm also realizing how absolutely essential exercise is. It's not, you know, and I've been getting more and more into that headspace, but it's not even something that can be compromised. Like the body and the mind are the exact same thing. And I, and I say this as I'm sitting in this like cheap chair that I bought that I never, ever thought I'd sit in as much as I have been. And my back hurts and I know I need to do yoga or go on a run and, um, It's tough to keep up with it when you are not in your regular routine, but it's absolutely essential that we all move our bodies. I also am more and more anchoring into the power of music. One thing I realized with last week, I was on so many video conference calls that, you know, I'm not going to be blasting music in the background, but I felt so alone last week because my space was just so quiet. And so this week I've really, and this week and this weekend, I've really tried to just put on music or put on podcasts or put on something in the background. And this advice came, comes from my Greek grandmother who, you know, she's been a widow for about 25 years now. And she tell, she told me, I talked to her last week, she said, I don't like being in the house without the TV on or without something on because it makes me feel alone. And I took that advice from her and having music or having something on in my space really does help me feel less alone. One of my coworkers, Faith Ann, also mentioned that one of her silver linings is the fact that she no longer experiences any form of FOMO. And I mean, yeah, that's very true. I don't know what there is possible. Although I will say this, I'm a little bit, I am feeling FOMO in the sense of, uh, maybe it's just jealousy. <laughs> seeing people that work with me in California and like their social distancing being, you know, suntanning in their backyard by their pool. And I'm in my like New York jail cell apartment, which has like a very Scandinavian style to it. So it's not that bad, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, she's right though. The FOMO is gone. There's nothing to be missing out on. Um, and finally, and this is a big one in terms of silver linings, It's only been a week, but without question, I know that I am going to be incredibly grateful to go back to normal life. I am so thirsty for that feeling of, oh, it's Monday morning. I've got to get up. I've got to get dressed. I got to go to the office. Oh my God, how bad do you want that right now? I'm going to be very grateful for that. And maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe we needed a bit of a wake up call to stop taking things for granted as much as we were. All right. I feel like I've gone on a long, uh, I've gone on long enough for tonight. Um, I hope everyone has a great next week and 
if you're feeling overwhelmed, try to reduce your intake of news because it it's really, really helped me in terms of my mental health over the last few days. All right, everyone, stay well. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.